welcome to the Tandem Mentorship Podcast. Scott Montesano with you, another installment of this great podcast. We get to learn more about this wonderful organization here in the Chippewa Valley. Scott Montesano with you. A charity from Tandem is with us this week. Charity, how's it going? It's going well. All right, how excited are you for this uh, episode? Oh, I'm always excited. Well, you brought a guest along, and we're going to talk a fun topic here. We're going to talk guitars, is that right? Yes, that is correct. All right, well, why don't you tell us who we have with us? All right, so we have Dan here with us. Dan, how long have you been a part of our guitar program? For two years now. Two years. Okay, yeah, so Dan has been, I mean, he's been a big part. I have worked for Tandem over the past year, a little bit longer than a year. And so Dan was here whenever I arrived and I got to meet him. Um, he's been awesome. I know Ashley's talked a ton about just the way that he interacts with the youth, the way that he's able to teach them guitar things. I am not a music person at all. And so I'm always admiring people who are able to do that. Um, but yeah, Dan is a very key person within our guitar program. He's worked um, closely with Pete, who has also been a really key person. Um, so we could sing his praises all day long. So we're grateful that you're here. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. Um, for being here. Just to share more about it because you're really that person um, that is leading that and really running that force. So I'm excited just to hear more too, just like what that looks like for you as one of our guitar teachers. Yeah, Dan, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, yourself? Well, I have played music for 25 years professionally. I play right now at Valleybrook Church on the worship team. I kind of gave up uh, music when I got older. It was uh, It's more for enjoyment now, but I just love sharing uh, the ability to teach kids the basics about guitar. I try not to confuse them, just the easy stuff. <laughs> Why don't you guys tell us a, a little bit more about what this guitar mentorship is? We, 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 with Throughout these podcasts, we've been learning this is a mentorship program. It's in the name. Mm -hmm. So where, what is this about guitars? This is kind of a, a unique thing. Yeah, I would say for us, like we have kind of a purpose and vision for our guitar program. And basically it's to provide a space for youth to grow in their music um, skills through empowering guided lessons. We know that um, music can be a really cool way just to one like process emotions and like even go through hard times in life go through great times in life music is a powerful tool and so i would actually be super interested to hear dan like for you how has music like um been a key thing in your life or has it been oh definitely i mean it, it, music is emotion and we all go through a gamut of emotions we all have different things in our lives that that weigh heavily on us or bring us joy and for me, music is a way to kind of bring that out of a person. I mean, for me right now in church, it's it's my chance to give to God what God has given to me to give back to him and just to mm -hmm. sing with joy and, and to praise God. And it's just been an awesome thing for me. I mean, God has done so many wonderful things in my life. Mm -hmm. And it's a chance for me to give back. And, and with the kids, it's the same thing. I just love it when I see them grasp something and suddenly they can play a song mm. when they can play a song they're so excited about it and and uh you can see the joy and that's what it's all about that's so cool has there been like a specific moment that's maybe stood out to you within the guitar mentorship program um where maybe you were mentoring a youth through guitar and there was like a a moment that was really cool for me it's always when the 
the kids get a guitar to practice on, and when they can work their way through and learn the chords, and then they pick a song that they like, and a lot of times they'll ask me about a song, and I'll go home and I'll learn it for them and write it down, and then we'll go through it, and we'll go through it, and we'll go through it, and through it, and through it, and then they can play it by themselves. And when that moment comes, and they can, they actually get a chance to keep the guitar. Mm -hmm. To me, there's nothing better than that because it's now becomes their tool and mm -hmm. and their their way of moving forward with it. And I, just to see that joy is kind of a great thing. Yeah, that's super cool. We have um, something, Scott, with our program where when a youth goes through the pro the program of guitar lessons, um, they're able to earn their very own guitar, and that's awesome because that allows them to continue working on their skills long term even after they've completed the program um, they're able to take it and have it for themselves and that's cool that they have that ownership and we hope that they continue playing um, that's the ultimate goal um, but it's it's a really cool piece to the program that I love so much absolutely what's the first thing you teach the kids when they get the guitar a G chord <laughs> <laughs> it's a G chord and a C chord and basically it's just taking each key and going through it and there's not that many chords, so once you learn the basic chords, you can play almost anything. I mean, if you learn, if you learn the three chords in a major key and then the relative minor to it, there's just an abundance of songs you can play. And so if they get those basics down, mm -hmm. they can play pretty much anything they want. And then it's up to them. I mean, I've had kids ask me, can you teach me this? And sometimes it's beyond me I, I, I they want to learn something like a rap song or a <laughs> jazz song or something and that's way beyond my skill level but but I try and 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 once they learn the chords it's open to them mm -hmm. then at that point I it, would think this too it's a you know I've got kids everybody's doing a lot more things online my whole industry is online and electronics and, and all of that but instruments and guitars one of them they're one of the things that uh, there could be a few technological advances but it's still the same way as it was generations ago isn't it yes you still have to learn the chords and things but the beauty of the internet is with youtube and that there are so many tutorials if they want to learn a song actually there is tutorials on how to play it you can watch someone else who will take you through it and it's painstaking you still have to do the work <laughs> But you can do it, and it's such a tool. I mean, back in my day, we used to have to take a cassette, then you'd have to get a cassette recorder, and then you were playing it back, rewinding, playing it back, playing, trying to learn a song. And now it's, it, with the technology that we have now, it's just, it opens up a whole new world to kids. Mm. So it's cool. Dan, you've touched on it a, a little bit here in the course of some of the answers, but, but why do you do this? Yeah, I, I know you, you, you say to give back, but, but, but why specifically do you, do you do this? Because people can give back in any number of ways, so why did you choose this? It's because of what God has done in my life. I spent 45, or I spent 25 years playing in a band. I spent a majority of my life with an alcohol problem because I was in the bars all the time playing. God rescued me from that. Mm -hmm. And as part of it, I had told God that I would do whatever he wanted me to do, and he just kind of called me to this. This mm -hmm. was something that I was interested in, and and to be able to give back and to teach kids too that if they're having problems that God is capable God is capable of of handling their problems mm. if they'll just surrender it to him you know and so it's my chance to give back to God what God has given to me mm. so. 
obviously uh, some of those aspects you don't want to go back to. But do you do you miss some of the adrenaline rush of, of playing some of those some of those clubs? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing better than when you're up there. It's it, it. I used to always get sick right before I play because I was so nervous. But two songs in everything mm. s- slows down, everything becomes comfortable. And there's nothing better than than people that like what you're doing. And and that's something that, you know, I, I miss. But I don't miss getting home at five in the morning <laughs> anymore. <laughs> so. Uh. Well, one one other thing for you, I, I, especially with with a with a guitar, and I've been on many a, a bus ride with minor league baseball and hockey teams where some guy brings a guitar on the back of the bus, and <laughs> at times you're happy they got it, and then when they won't stop playing, two hours later, <laughs> guys are throwing uh, various Gatorade bottles at him to be quiet. But that being said, there's the moment you get to play up on stage. But there's almost probably moments where you get to just play around in the living room with friends or family or all that. I'll put you on the spot. What's what's better? And and how do you convey that maybe even to the kids that when you have the the guitar, these skills, maybe they'll take you far and wide. But this is a skill that you'll be able to do around a fire you know, on a on a summer evening with friends, or or over the holidays when people come over, it's it's a skill that has a lot of uses. Absolutely, and you know the thing that I find most gratifying in my life right now is I sit a lot and I like to write music and songs, and and for me it's like when I'm feeling a certain way, and I can't get it out of myself, suddenly a song will come, mm-hmm. and you'll write something down. And it's it's likewise when someone hears a song, say a, a kid hears a song that, it, depending on a circumstance, he might be in love, he might be this, he might have lost a friend or, or whatever, but there's a song that makes an impact on their heart. And when they can learn that song and be able to physically put it out there, it's healing, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's gratifying. It, you know, there's so many things that music can do for a person. and. And to watch that, it's healing, it's, it's joyful, it's, it's just uh, it's something that once you've learned it, you'll take it with you the rest of your life. Mm. That's super cool. Yeah, I feel like as you sp- like speak about music, I similarly will feel about journaling or spending time outdoors. That's kind of how I decompress, that's how I process. And everyone has their own outlets in doing that and that's super cool that music is a really healthy outlet for you um but you know every youth has their own way and i think as we're growing and developing as um teens we're trying to figure out what are those outlets that are healthy because i think oftentimes i mean i know me as a teen i chose unhealthy ways of coping and processing and things like that or lack thereof um but teens are trying to discover that in themselves they're trying to figure out how are like how do I navigate hard situations and things that I'm going through in my life and it's really cool that people like you can give them those tools to process through music process through playing guitar or writing songs whereas I may do that differently but I've had people share their experience with me and then I've taken to journaling and going outdoors and so everyone has their own way and I think like that's something we're really trying to do for our youth is just provide an opportunity for them to explore it and if they love it awesome if they're not into it that's okay you know they tried it and you know I think we've had some youth really take to the guitar um 
the pro program that we have and we've also had youth come once and they're like this isn't my deal and that's totally fine too um, but everyone has their own way and it's just great to have volunteers that have that skill set that are able to teach that because I think it's important that you know we figure out what those things are and it's so interesting to watch like last year I think it was uh there was the gal with the the girl with the ukulele yes yeah mm -hmm. and I'm a seasoned musician <laughs> she's young and she played this song that she wrote and I looked and I went mm -hmm. how did she write that mm. and so I you gather things from <laughs> the kids that are beneficial to you because you see mm see things from their perspective and and you go how deep is that for a 13 year old girl to write something like that mm -hmm. that's just beautiful it was it, yeah. it, it really affected me I went home and I went wow <laughs> yeah and what's so cool is she actually she played for all of us at tandem her ukulele and the song that she wrote but she was actually going to um what's it called there's a pub downtown and she did an open mic and she's been doing an open mic there often usually about once a month whenever before covid um and she would get up there and play and sing her songs and it's just really cool for her to have that encouragement of you can do this we'll listen to you before you go and perform you know to help get some of your jitters out um and so it's just it's awesome to see youth really just come into their own way of you know expressing themselves and um writing out their stories, stories in a song and sharing it. I think that's so powerful for other youth to hear that too. And for adults to hear their story come through um, in a song. It's just really cool. I wish I did music because I think it's really powerful. I love listening to music. Um, if I've never, I tried piano when I was <laughs> younger and it was awful. <laughs> it's just not my deal, but yeah, it's really cool. Obviously, Dan's a, a mentor. Uh, I know you guys are always looking for, for mentors. So yeah. how does somebody get involved if they want to bring their, their talents? Yeah. I mean, first, if they just reach out to us, um, you can on our website. Um, we also, on our website, we have a guitar mentor application. Um, and so if anyone is listening and they're interested, you can always visit our tandemmentorship.org page and fill that out. You can also call us our numbers on our page or email us um, to ask questions about what it looks like. Um, Dan, do you have anything that you would maybe say to anyone who is interested in becoming a guitar mentor but could be hesitant? I would say don't let fear get in the way because some people think, I, I still don't think that I'm an accomplished musician because I'm always working on something trying to get better. And mm -hmm. so no matter what level you're at, mm -hmm there's still room to move and room to grow, no matter how old you are, no matter where you are in the learning process. And what we're trying to do here is just teach kids the basics. If you know the basics, you can help pass on what you know to them. Mm. We're not here trying to confuse any, any of the kids. We're here trying to just help them get a start. Yeah. And so, you know, anybody, anybody would be a great help mm. to all of us because sometimes there's four or five kids that come in you know, that we've had times where there's been two sessions because we can only teach so many kids mm -hmm. at a time and we need more bodies to yeah. help you know to, to actually be able to give them a one-on-one -on -one mentorship mm -hmm. so that you're working with one person because it, it really helps it really helps them move forward faster and Dan I apologize you mentioned this uh, earlier on uh, but how did you start uh, with with music overall you know how'd you start with music how'd you how'd you gravitate towards the guitar 
my mother made all the kids play an instrument. <laughs> At least one summer we had to take lessons and all the kids in my family took piano and I said I wanted to play guitar, but I also wanted to play baseball and football. So <laughs> I took my one year and I put it down. I said, I'll never play guitar again because <laughs> I'm going to be a professional football player. <laughs> but I was only five feet tall all my life, so Aww. that wasn't going to work out. And then when I was 20 years old and I was up at school at the University of Minnesota, I, I couldn't afford to go anywhere, so I just bought a guitar, and it was something that I just kind of picked up. And then I had a gal that I, her brother played in a band, and, and he asked me if I wanted to play. He was just getting started, and we started a little garage band, and it just moved on from there. And up from band to band to band and <laughs> and uh and then you just keep developing you know you keep developing your skills you don't really think that you're getting anywhere until you'll see someone that i've seen people that i played with 40 years ago and they'll i'll sit down with them and they go my gosh you've gotten so much better than you were back then and i don't even <laughs> notice it because <laughs> it's just a it's a this learning happens. thing and it's a practice thing you know? mm. Yeah, I, I appreciate that you said that because I do think in a lot of realms, whether it's mentorship or guitar mentorship, it can be really easy. And I mean, I have my own personal struggles of inadequacy, even with mentoring, you know, um, but to to know that like you don't have to have it figured out, you don't have to be this awesome guitar player, but rather just know the basics. And that's enough to get these youth on their feet, to get that foundation. And then they can take it as far as they want, but as long as they get those those basics what like would you say learning those basics does that take um like is that pretty simple for you like when you were learning or did that take a lot of dedication to like as like a younger person trying to figure it out it takes a it takes time because your your mind it's a it's processing your hands to do what your mind is telling it to do and there's formations on a guitar that are just not the way you hold your fingers mm. but once you learn it it becomes you could just go from one to one and you don't even have to look at the guitar because your fingers know what your mind is telling it to do mm. but it takes time and <laughs> right. practice practice i sat watch nate uh pastor nate from valleybrook play the the violin on christmas eve and i walked up to him and i said you know i'm not gonna be envious of you mm -hmm. i said i just realized i have to practice more <laughs> because i said you didn't get to this level of playing right. by not practicing so yeah it's yeah. just you, you, anything that they set their mind to on the guitar, they can do. Yeah. Provide a moment of, of brevity here just for a second here. It's the only time I've ever played with a, played a guitar was in elementary school. Everybody takes a, a guitar lesson uh, where, I where I grew up in school, part of the music curriculum. I always remember one of the, the more frustrating thing it, it, things was losing the pick in the little hole, oh, yeah. whatever there. So I, I would assume for an accomplished uh, person, you've had that happen a, a few times. How frustrating is that? There's still three in my guitar oh, right no. now. And, and there is no easy way to turn it upside down and make it come out quicker. It's just uh, a luck thing. You have to get it to the right spot. And then oh. uh, kids just starting off, all right? And obviously uh, the, the, the fingers are very soft. How long does it take for them to develop that callus to at least the point they're not saying, my fingers hurt? It will take a while. It will. <laughs> the more you practice, the faster it will come. But, but it has to happen because the more you play, your fingers do become irritated. I mean, my fingers right now are pretty much flat from playing so much. They, it's, mm. They're just flattened down. Do you, do you kind of 
laugh a little under your breath when the first time they play, they kind of say, "This, this, I'm never gonna. This is always gonna hurt." And you go, "You're just thinking, time, time." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's exactly it because there's still things that I do when I'm learning something, and I go, "I'm never gonna get this," and I tell them all the time. Sometimes this is going to take, you have to take this home, this one chord, and do it a thousand times. If you do it a thousand times, your mind will grasp. Your hands will grasp what your mind is telling it to do. But that's what it takes is mm -hmm. time. The, yeah. How long does, the men, does a mentor, mentoring ship session uh, take place, each mentoring ship session? How long do they go on? Yeah, usually they will have, I mean, it can go anywhere. So we do once a week, mm -hmm. usually on Tuesday nights, um, and we'll be starting back up in February, by the way. And so if there's anyone listening who's like feeling like this is something they want to do, we're always looking for more people um, to be teachers in that sense. Or if there's a youth listening and they want to be part of it, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, they last anywhere from like 30 minutes to an hour each session. Um, and we try and do it one-on-one -on -one so that they get that like, you know, very personalized um, lesson to themselves. Um, and then usually we try and go about six weeks. That's kind of been the general time frame of being able to learn those necessary chords. And then after that six weeks is up, if they've completed the program, um, if it's taking a little longer, we'll extend that. Um, but then once they're done, they'll get to earn their very own guitar. And then they, by all means, can continue to come and learn and jam out with the other youth and teachers. Um, but yeah, from there, that's just kind of the the time frame and the process that we've seen work. Um, but by all means, like we'll continue to stay connected with the youth and continue to play with them and be a space where they can come and um, play their guitar and yeah, hang out with the other youth. And yeah. the, the rough age frame, if you will. Yeah, mm -hmm. so we do 11 um, to 18 years old mm -hmm. for that program. Um, and something that's really cool that I just want to speak into real fast, um, it's awesome that they get to learn music, but they also learn um, like planning and goals and they have to be dedicated and committed to this. They've got to work hard and put in, um, put in that time and energy. And so we hope that even in the the realm of learning how to play music, that's really awesome. There's other things that the youth are getting from it as well. Um, their teachers are encouraging them to, hey, this is hard now, but stick with it. Like, you'll see the results, you'll see the reward. And so it does take discipline on their part and they learn that, but they also have really encouraging people kind of pushing them forward in that. Cause I think it, like, I mean, me, I quit playing the piano cause I was like, this is hard. I had like <laughs> one of those little screens that would teach you. And so I, I didn't have a person sitting there and maybe if I I did I would have stuck with it you know but when you have someone saying hey you can do this it may be hard now your fingers may hurt like um, we always just want to encourage them to like push through because you will see the results um, if you just continue on with that because sometimes things can be hard but you know what they're worth it and so we try and also teach that within the program as well um, and I really love that yeah, and I know it was always Pete's dream, and I, it still is for me, too, is if we can get enough kids involved and they get to a point where they know what they're doing and stuff, we'd, we'd love to be able to put on some type of a concert yes. where they get to showcase what they've done and the accomplishments that they've made. I think that would be just awesome. Yeah. Dan, uh, your, before we wind things down here, your favorite song or genre of music <laughs> to play? Oh, I'm definitely country. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a strange story about that. I, when I first started playing, um, and this is something for kids too, it's like I played in a band and we learned nine songs. So we got our first gig. We only knew nine songs. So we played the nine <laughs> songs 
four different sets, the same nine <laughs> songs. And, oh, that's, nice. and, and we thought it was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> the crowd was probably a little bit tired of the songs by the end, but that's what it takes. It just, you move forward one step at a time. <laughs> I'd say the camo, uh, the hoodie gave it away. That country was your favorite. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, Charity, any other thoughts here before we wind down? Ah, uh, no, I think we covered it all. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm good. Yeah, thanks, Dan, for yeah. being here today, and thanks so much for all you do. Seriously, Ashley and I appreciate it because, again, I we do not. what you guys do. It's, it, it's just a wonderful thing for kids. Yeah, it's super cool. So we, we love it. And once again, a reminder, if people want to get either their kids involved or they themselves want to get involved with the mentor mentorship program. Yep. Mm -hmm. Just visit our website, and mm -hmm. there are contact forms for all different things. So just go to our Get Involved tab on our website at tandemmentorship.org. And as I mentioned, uh, going to try to fire some things up uh, in February. And throughout the course of 2021, more and more things will start to loosen up as well. And mm -hmm. I know uh, the face-to-face the -face and the in-person stuff is the big part of uh, all of these programs. So it's great to get a lot of those things back. Uh, thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Yeah, That'll thanks. do it for this edition of the Tandem Mentorship po uh, Podcast.